Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what, guys? I don't know if it is my YouTube channel, it's my internet, but I'm going to make some changes. Welcome, guys, back to the James Dentley Show. I have my co-host, Dr. Kara Scott Dentley. Say hello, Kara. Uh, she's waving just to Dan. You know, but yes. he can't hear you through the radio. Hello, they can't see you through the radio. They can wave there. Then you can see me. Hey, but then, then you can see you, yes. Well, first of all, welcome to the show, uh, this business acceleration show where we don't think outside the box because in our world there is no box. Look, I want to get right to it because the moment I posted this gentleman's information on Facebook, it just blew up. We went on Instagram, it just blew up. So I want to bring him to the forefront because this gentleman is one is the world's youngest, most fluent. Look, these are the, he ranks in the 100 most influential people in the world when it comes to vegans in the world, understanding health. At the age of, I'm going to say it, I hope I get it right. Are you 14, Daniel? Yes. 14, wow. I always want to make you like 10, 12, because you've been doing this for so long. Wow. Uh, you're just such an expert, man. You're, you're a phenomenal keynote. You're an author. I want to talk about your book. I want people to be able to go, go to your book, so I'm going to open it up to talk to you and let you have full range of the show, because now we're going to talk about health, getting healthy and staying healthy. It's so important. It's so uh, it's so absolutely incredible for us to know someone like yourself who at a young age discovered healthy living and is really passionate about it, and you're so great on stage. So, Daniel Bissonnette, I want to welcome you to the show. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story. Well, first off, thank you so much, James. Uh, so my story, well, I was actually raised on a whole food, plant-based, organic diet. My parents raised me like this, and my mom spent two decades just figuring out the healthiest way to raise me, and so I kind of had a really strong foundation, but the problem was, this was way back then before healthy eating was cool, and so yeah. kids made fun of me at school. They said, they called me the weird kid, and I would just look around, and everyone would be playing, having fun, having lunch together, but I'd be all alone, because people just, you know, they didn't understand why I ate why I ate, and yeah. so I learned to keep quiet about my food choices, and and then it all changed one day in grade six, I mean, in grade three, when my teacher asked me to give a presentation in front of the class about my diet. And that's exactly what I wanted to avoid. But <laughs> it occurred to me, what would happen if I helped just one kid eat healthier? And I mean, how much worse could it get? So I did the presentation, and to my surprise, my classmates were listening to me. I wasn't called the weird kid anymore. Now my diet was the cool diet. And... I thought that was as awesome as it could get until my classmates came up to me and said, Daniel, how do you remember and understand all this complex science without even your notes? And I'm like, what? I quickly learned I was the only kid in the entire school who didn't need his notes. Wow. I'm like, how come I was able to wear from the entire school? A year later, I discovered it was because the foods I was having were proven to boost memory, focus, and IQ which is kind wow. of ironic because the reason I was the cool kid uh, was the same reason I was the weird kid when I first came to school. And so it was really interesting. And I started talking about it and then I created a book because the problem was smart eating was hard and it took lots of time. I mean, who feels like waking up in the morning and spending an extra hour figuring out how to make the right breakfast and then experimenting and then figuring out that it doesn't taste good. So I did all the work over six months and I carefully formulated the food and made a huge mess in the kitchen. And I did this by combining the right foods in the right combination at the right time to boost your memory, focus, and IQ. And I even sat down with Dr. Udo Erasmus. He's the father of flaxseed oil and the creator of $3 billion omega-3 industry. So it was awesome. I launched the book, and it became a bestseller. It was featured on TV, radio, magazines, and even purchased by celebrities wow. like James Cameron's wife, Susan Cameron. And Eric, the trainer, who actually gave a forward for the book, he um, is the number one trainer in Hollywood. And so it was really, really cool and awesome. But that's kind of how I got started. And that's my story for my first book, at least. And then I guess in the next question, I'll cover genius mode and 
because that's a whole other story. I uh, know we're going to talk about genius. Before Carrie asks a question, look, I, look so I just want to just recap. Okay, here you are in third grade, and in school, it's tough. Kids can be pretty cruel, and especially if you're a little different. And they called you the weird kid because you were eating healthy. You were eating it before eating healthy was very cool. You know, we wanted chips and chocolate milk and things like that. You probably eating carrots or whatever. They eat this other stuff. And then it became cool, and you stuck with it with being your own individual. And for all those parents out there and children as well, as parents, we need to allow our, our kids to be individual and not to fit in. Um, before we, as I deep sea dive in this next question, and then Kara's going to ask some questions, is that why is eating and health, and eating healthy important? And what does this have to do with the IQ? How does that fit with your eating habits and choices and your IQ? All right. Well, I'd like to begin with first a genius deactivator. It downgrades our intelligence, and this is just to prove a point. So. In 2011, Australian scientists did a study. They took a group of healthy people and fed them junk food for five days only. Those people became slow, unfocused, and moody because junk food created inflammation in the hippocampus. It's in the center of the brain. It's a region associated with memory and learning. And that's how fast junk food changes your brain. And that's just one out of the 20 genius deactivators uh, that you must eliminate from your life. See, when you eat the wrong foods, even like there's so many health products out there, that are actually deactivating your genius. And they do this by damaging your brain and your body. If you're, it's kind of like a car, right? If you have a rusty car and you don't take care of it, you don't ever give it any oil changes or anything it needs, it's going to break down. And your brain's the same way. If you're not cleaning it, if you're not giving it the right fuel, if you're not giving it the right building blocks, which unfortunately most of us are not these days, it's going to break down. You're not going to be able to perform at your peak and beyond. And when your brain is at its peak, you can't, it's much easier to become a genius. It's much easier to increase your IQ. And it just makes everything a breeze. And healthy eating can be delicious too. So that's really why it's so important to eat the right foods. Because the wrong foods can drast- drastically change your brain. Wow. Okay. That made perfect sense, man. So just like you use the analogy of a car, if you don't put the right fuel in the car, like a car may tell you to put... Uh, uh, super unlit only, and then we would put in what we want because we want to save money. We want to take a shortcut. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to be, we don't want to listen. You know, we, we think that somebody's out to get this and we just do want to do. That and actually happened to me. What happened? I had a, uh, my first car, I had a Mustang and it could only take, uh, I think it was the mid-grade because mm-hmm. the, uh, it, it took the mid-grade. I could not put premium in. I wanted to put premium in, but the engine uh, compensated on its own. Mm-hmm. So it didn't need the premium gas. Wow. So I was doing, I did that. And it's the same thing that he said. Like, I've heard Daniel outside of this, this mm-hmm. talk. Yes. And hearing him talk now, I, I'm, I'm like two seconds from saying, calling my son downstairs because he's seven. And he's very sharp. When it comes to diet, he's just like, he likes what he mm-hmm. likes. He loves his Oreo cookies. But when he hears, he's, he's really into YouTube videos and he likes to listen to children talk. You know, he likes to hear people that's close to his age talk. So he needs to hear, and I'm sure it's not just him, but there are other children out there that need to hear your story, that voice that needs to hear what you have to say about their choices with their food, with their diet. Um, because with when I talk to him about his food choices, um, it's more so I, I, I talk to him in a way in which he, de- he, he decides, but I tell him why it's important. So when you're talking to other kids, what are some of the things that you would say to them to get them moving in that direction of having better uh, food choices? It's actually really interesting you asked this question because when I was, I think it was about, uh, so I started when I was nine in grade three, and then I continued, and at about age 10, I realized that something wasn't quite right. I was just waiting for the next event. But I'm like, but I can do better. I can't, I shouldn't be waiting for the next event. And so I decided to post a weekly show on YouTube called The Ask Daniel Show. And so I continued that tradition, and I upgraded it to The Daniel Show, where I give content every single uh, week um, mm-hmm. and it's like packed videos and like you can go on YouTube it's called Daniel Bissonette that's my YouTube channel name 
B-I-S-S-O-N-N-E-T-T-E. That's the last name. Right in YouTube, you're going to find a bunch of quality videos that share with you how you can eat right, boost your IQ, and unleash your genius mode. So that's exactly where I would uh, direct most kids. But I definitely think wow. that... So um, Daniel B. Sinet, you go right to YouTube, and you got this step-by-step instruction of exactly how to do it. Now, but I'm not seven years old, and we need to eat right as well. So how do you, once this habit has been set, you work with so many people, Daniel, how can you have someone like myself start making great food choices and get excited about it? Because the thing about you, man, you're just excited about <laughs> your life and how you live it and what you share and what you get, how you get to impact lives. So what can someone like myself do and other people that may be listening and even watching? Yes, well, first off, I would also recommend starting on YouTube because there's lots of free quality content for all ages, like talking about I jump into the lake in freezing cold water, I get into the method and how you can do it without freezing yourself and the benefits it has, um, how you can eliminate junk light from your environment uh, to keep you more focused, how you can eat the right foods to boost your brain power, how you can increase IQ through neuroplasticity. There's so much awesome stuff there. Um, and when it comes to eating healthy, you know, it's so easy because when you combine foods correctly that taste delicious, you know, you just want to eat it. And I think it would be a good idea if I talk about genius mode now because this is really ties into my message and this is my mission. Right, right now, now we're going to talk about genius yes. mode. Let's go. Genius mode. Let's have it. So in grade six, my teacher called my mom for a meeting to talk about my intelligence. And this was after I spoke at an event. So my mom was already really proud of me. And so she was really, really excited to hear how intelligent I was. Uh, but we arrived there, and my teacher says, we've tested Daniel, and he's not a gifted child. In fact, he's not gifted in anything. Some children are not entirely gifted, but they're gifted in certain areas. With Daniel, nothing shows up. Nothing. He said, my writing is so horrendous, he's saying I'm giving me the writing disability test. So that was a really big shocker to me. And... What's interesting is when they discovered the gifted test, they started testing it out uh, many years ago, and they found that it ruined uh, the students' like confidence and self-esteem for life. Because, you know, they were really little, and then they were told that they weren't genius, and so they made this one rule that's set in stone for many years, you never, ever tell a child that they failed the gifted test. So oh, you wow. can imagine how I felt. <laughs> yeah. But wow. luckily by then, I was already a national speaker and author, um, but I wondered to myself, now there has to be a way. What if genius wasn't something you have to be born with? What if it's something you could become and unleash? So I Googled it because Google knows everything, right? <laughs> Google uh, knows everything. All I found was limiting beliefs, like only one quarter or 1% of the population is born genius. That's 0.25% of the population. And apparently there's nothing that 99.75% of us can do about it. Instead of letting these limiting beliefs define me, I kept at it. And I spent the next six months searching for the answers where they were least expected. And I discovered that genius is a built-in mechanism, encoded in our DNA, and there's an exact science to doing so. And I discovered this uh, from the bees. Now, after 500 million years of evolution, the bees figured out how they can turn on their greatness. If they feed a larva, bee bread, made from pollen and honey, she'll develop into a default worker. But if they take that same larva and feed a royal jelly, that larva will become a queen bee. And what's really interesting is we had it completely backwards. It's actually the absence of bee bread that's more important than the royal jelly. And so if a now, hold on one second, Danny. Danny, Danny yeah. let me, let me, I need you to do me a favor, man. That was so important and powerful. Can you repeat that last uh, statement again? It's more important that the larva avoids the deactivators, the bee bread, than consuming the activators and doing everything else right. Adjustment. All right, repeat that one more time because it kind of fuzzy, right. so, fuzzy a little bit. It's more important that the larva avoids the deactivators than consuming the activators and doing everything else right. Wow. And they did a study where they did everything right for that larva and the right developing cell and the right food, and then they just put a little bit of genius deactivator or greatness deactivator for the bees. And the larva did not become a queen. And you're probably thinking, we're not bees, so how could this work for us? Right. Well, it actually does. There's a new breakthrough science called epigenetics proving to us that we can alter our biology by altering the environment around us and inside of us. Wow. 
Wow. So they did a study on bees and found out that they can take the same uh, technique they use with bees to help increase the genius or decrease the deactivating genius uh, of products from a bee's diet. And we can do that same thing in human beings. And of course, but mm -hmm. royal jelly and the bee bread and the special developing cell isn't really going to work at all because we're not bees. We're humans and we don't have clean genes. Uh, so this is all great, but I still didn't know what I needed to do on a daily basis to turn on my genius. Yeah. And so I spent the next three years of my life researching, developing, and experimenting to discover the secret formula to genius. And I know mm -hmm. we're going on a break uh, really <laughs> soon, but when we get back on, I'm going to share some of the secrets to genius. Well, for everybody who's listening and watching, since we're not queens, or you're queen, yes. I'm not queen. Okay, I don't have queen we're genes. We're not bees. Not, we're not bees. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, to be or not to be. Look, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with Daniel Bissonnette. He's going to go deeper down the rabbit hole and teach us a thing or two because he knows a thing or two. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with Daniel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel how do you define work is it that mundane monday through friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment achievement and purpose if you are looking to make your work life the latter tune in to working on purpose with elise cortez there are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. We're here with Daniel Bissonnette. Look, the, out of a, the entire world, the entire planet Earth, he is noted as one of the 100 most influential vegans and food masters in the entire planet. I'm so proud and happy just to know you and uh, just our great relationship that we have, man. So happy to have you on our show. So you were, go, you were finishing the thought. I'm going to let you go ahead and finish that, and then I got a few questions. All right. So I talked about genius and the whole formula to it and how I discovered over the course of three years that we can unleash our genius. And before I get into some of the um, benefits and the practical ways you can boost your IQ and unleash a state of massive productivity. I just want to mention something. This is where this information has taken me. Using genius mode, uh, like after that whole thing happened, after I discovered the formula, I was able to become an international speaker, best-selling author, one of the world's top 100 most influential vegans, and my message has been translated into 40 different languages. So it was really cool. When I saw these awesome results, I'm like, Wow. What would happen if the world had their genius mode unlocked? You know, it would be a better place. And so that became my mission because life is better when your brain's performing at genius level. So that's my mission now, sharing people how they can unleash their genius. And I'm going to give you some of those tips. I'm sure uh, I can, there'll be, you know, through your questions and no, I want the tips. I want the tips. I'm going to let you take this, buddy. I got a pen and paper right here. I've been writing 
ever since you've been on. I've been, I got right. notes, not questions. So go ahead, give us tips. How right. can we so the way the bees unleash their genius, their greatness, and the way we can unleash our genius is using these three keys. And this is the formula to genius. Number one, and most importantly, avoiding the genius deactivators. Now, there are 20 of these. I don't have time to get into 20 of these today, but I will give you a few. Then there is eating the right foods, the genius activators. And then there is the environment, mastering the environment around you to unleash your genius. So let's get into some tips. First off, we already talked about junk. That was one of the genius deactivators. But let's get into why it's so addictive and why it's so bad. Companies spend millions of dollars carefully formulating their food to be irresistible. And they get scientists to create their food in a lab. Now, that already doesn't sound very good, but it isn't good either. This is their formula. This is not a formula of genius, but companies use this to make the food addictive. And so the formula goes like this. The bliss point, the mouthfeel, and the flavor burst. Now, the bliss point is the perfect amount of sugar mm. and fat, but mainly sugar. And so... The sugar is really, really important because when you add sugar to like a drink, like coffee, you know, it tastes good. Then you add more, it tastes even better. The more you add, the better it tastes. And then you get to this point where it's as good as it can be. One more teaspoon and it would just taste way too sweet. That point there is called the bliss point, that perfect amount of sugar to make it addictive. And they still have sugars to drinks these days that are labeled sugar-free. It's just an artificial sweetener that is actually more harmful than sugar itself. And sugar is already really bad. Next is the mouthfeel. This is the perfect texture, the perfect crunch. Like a chip has that right crunch. The cake has that right softness. Ice cream has that melt-in-your-mouth feel. And it tricks your brain that the calories have disappeared. And then there's a flavor burst. This is the perfect amount of salt and the right texture of salt because they do modify salt. And if they have actually made versions without salt, and it's amazing because they use all these artificial sweet uh, ingredients to cut corners and save costs, and then the salt masks that horrible flavor and just adds a little bit of goodness. So it makes it seem more natural and taste better. That's why salt is a very essential part of their chemical soup. And so I wouldn't even call it food. I just call it junk. But that combination there is really, really bad because it's so addictive. And it is basically triggering our ancient reactions in our brain, releasing dopamine and all these feel-good hormones, making you want to have more of it. Like we mentioned earlier, it deactivates your genius. Now let's get, I want to get into just sugar. Then we'll get into good foods you can start consuming. Now sugar is a monster. It has two parts to it, glucose and fructose. Now glucose is fine because your brain can use it as energy, but it produces more free radical damage, which accelerates <coughs> and it is not as clean of fuel as fat, since fat skips a step and takes less energy to make energy. Uh, then there's fructose. Now, fructose is a monster. It's like a beast, because it goes in your brain and destroys your neurons. Now, your neurons are really, really important. They're responsible for many functions in the body, including your thinking patterns and your habits. You don't want to be losing your neurons. I know you have a lot of neurons in your brain, but fructose decides to just go in and destroys it. Now, the problem is we have refined sugar these days. Sugar from fruit, like fresh strawberries, is delicious, but it has fiber in it too. And that fiber slows down the release of sugar in your bloodstream. Without fiber, the fructose goes straight to your liver, overloads your liver, becomes fat, or damages your brain. I mean, fructose is a monster, and we're consuming lots of it these days. It's hidden in so many different products. And so it's amazing how we're concentrating the amount of fructose in sugar and we're removing, it's kind of like, I say fiber's like the cage and fructose, uh, part of sugar, is like the beast. Mm -hmm. And so you got to contain the beast with fiber. So that's why natural fruit is great. I'll sweeten a recipe with some banana or, and then you, you, know, you can replace it with better sweeteners. Like stevia is great. Stevia is non-glycemic. So it has no effects. It doesn't even act like sugar in your body, but it tastes sweet. Then there's xylitol with an X. That's a great sweetener too. It is an alcohol sugar, 
it is fine to have some of it, but don't have too much of it. Um, and it acts and looks just like white sugar, except it doesn't in your body. It does not act like sugar. Well, at all. What's alcohol sugar? Um, it just means it's, it's like derived from, um, for example, xylitol is like from birch, and it, it involves some fermentation and stuff. But okay. it develops sweetener. It's really really cool, and it tastes sweet. It looks just like sugar, but I would not consume too much of it because if you do it. I got sick once consuming too much of it, so I learned my lesson and did some research, and I discovered that not too much. It's fine to have a little bit, but, like, I was putting way too much in it. So that's why I will normally stay away from it, as it is an alcoholic sugar, but it's fine, and uh, some people will recommend it. Uh, then, of course, natural fruit or dates. Dates are a great sweet fruit that you can add to your recipes, and they add wonderful sweetness. But definitely removing the refined sugar, because then again, you have to look at it. What is a sugar cane? It's bamboo. Because it's literally in the bamboo family. And so all that fiber comes with the sugar. But sugar is a process of removing the fiber and then boiling it down until you get little crystals, which means it's 16 times sweeter than the original sugar. So, what so about agave? What about agave? The problem with agave is unlike normal sugars, it is it can be modified to be even higher in fructose. Agave is extremely high in fructose, and I would recommend staying away from it. Hmm. Uh, the only liquid like sweetener I would use is honey. Um, if you want to use honey, it would be a better sweetener than agave. It is higher in fructose, but it does have some benefits too. And it's not going to deactivate your genius because we're not using enough cool genius, so it won't deactivate hmm. your cool genius like it does for the beast. Wow. So that's the deactivators. And then, would you like to hear some of the activators? Oh, I want to hear that. I know all about that. The deactivators. I got to stay away from corn, fructose, syrup. Well, now you know what? They use it in everything. So, yeah, let's go yeah. into the deactivators. We have to know that. And like you said about uh, corn syrup, it's high fructose corn syrup. High fructose. Once I'm in a health food store, I couldn't even believe this. I saw a sugar replacement that was pure fructose. Wow. And it was in the health food store. It was just like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so let's get the, the activists. I like to start off really simple. Blueberries. Blueberries taste delicious, and they're so good for you. They have lots of polyphenols, antioxidants, and anthocyanins. They help you live longer, look better, and feel greater. In fact, they can boost your energy because blueberries boost blood flow to the brain. Now, blood carries oxygen, and oxygen is very important for your mitochondria the energy-producing factors of your cells to produce energy. And that's the only way your body produces energy, with these bacteria called mitochondria. And so with oxygen, it can convert those foods you consume into energy. But if there's a lack of oxygen, then you're going to have less energy. And so the more oxygen you have to your brain, the better you're going to feel, the more energy you're going to have, and the more fired up you're going to be. So that's why blueberries are great. When you have blueberries, this effect can last up to five hours, and it boosts your brain power and makes you feel alive. So blueberries are phenomenal. I highly recommend blueberries, especially when traveling. They're really, really great because you can pick them up like at any health food shop. All right, next is getting to some chocolate. Now, chocolate has been a big misconception. A lot of people say chocolate's bad for you, but chocolate increases your IQ. Now, chocolate's really, really special because it boosts neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the idea that your brain's always changing, even through adulthood. And so when you learn a new skill, a new habit, your neurons, like I said, fructose destroys them. Well, those, like, let's just say these, my fists, are two neurons. There would be a connection between them both. And that connection is your skill, your habit, or your pattern. And when we make new connections, it is linked to increased IQ and has been shown to make you even smarter. And chocolate boosts neuroplasticity. It boosts the development of new neuron connections in your brain. And that's why I love chocolate so much. And it is so delicious. Just make sure you're not having processed chocolate that comes with a load of sugar. Because that stuff is not good for you. I'm talking about the real deal. Like dark, good quality, organic, fair trade chocolate. That stuff is so delicious and so good for you. All right. Uh, that is, I think, should we get into one more food? Yeah, let's get into one more food. Oh, oh yeah. So, 
Carol wanted to ask you a quick question. Oh, what percentage of cocoa in the in the uh, dark chocolate? Um, it doesn't matter. I would recommend to just make sure it's fair trade organic. Like it can be coconut sugar, but not like the, the artificial sweeteners. As long as it's good quality, organic, fair trade dark chocolate. It doesn't need to be a certain percentage. I mean, obviously, fifty percent is not dark chocolate. But, oh, right. So yeah, like I recommend between the range of like seventy five percent dark chocolate is good. Okay. Perfect. So. And then you can find like at any like you can find at Whole Foods like any shop will have organic fair trade dark chocolate. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's a great one traveling gives me that little boost. Another thing that gives me boost when traveling is MCT oil. Now this stuff is great because it is specifically the fats that your body will convert into energy, and so it goes to the liver and quickly gets converted into ketones. Ketones are what your mitochondria use to produce energy. I mean, your brain is before my talk, I'll have some MCT oil um, with like a, I'll add it to like almond butter, mix that almond butter up and then just eat it. Or I can add it to almond milk sometimes. That's delicious. I'll have that before my talk. That's really great. It's a great hack. Uh, but then I want to talk about building blocks for your brain. Now, omega-3 essential fatty acids, everyone hears about it, but most of us are deficient in them. Now, what's very important about omega-3s, and like I said, Dr. Udo Erasmus, the father of black seed oil, um, and the creator of the $3 billion omega-3 industry actually helped me uh, and sat down with me for my book, Daniel's Records Verse, my original book. And it was really, really cool to meet this man, and I talked to him, and omega-3s are just so, so important. Your brain is made up of 66.66667% fat. It's the fattiest organ in the body. And 97% of that fat is omega-3s. The mm. problem is most of us are deficient in omega-3s. And so you have a fattiest organ in the body that doesn't have enough building blocks and your brain's falling apart. It's kind of like trying to build a Lego tower, uh, but you don't have any Legos. <laughs> you can't build the Lego tower. Only a problem. So important. Yes, it's a big problem. And there are three different types of omega-3s. There's ALA, DHA, and EPA. And out of all of them, DHA is one of the most important ones. In fact, it is the most important. Now, people say you have to have salmon or fish to get all those quality omega-3s, but the fish don't make the omega-3s. And these days, the oceans are highly contaminated, and farm fish is full of a bunch of garbage, too. I would not recommend having anything from the sea. Um, wow. If you want to, there's detoxification. But when it comes to omega-3s, if you want to get it from a good source, walnuts are great. I love walnuts because they look like a little brain, and they're good for your brain. Um, but they're not the they're not going to give you all of your daily recommended value. But definitely snacking on walnuts is fantastic. I love that they taste so good and they look like a little brand, like I mentioned. Algae oil is great because where do the fish get their omega threes? Algae because they don't make the omega threes. So algae oil every day is great. And then um, what else? Sir? Flax flax is high in omega threes. And here's another one: camelina oil. Now, camelina just happens to have the perfect omega-3 to 6 ratio that your body needs. And so I'll add it on quinoa, rice. It's delicious, and it's fantastic for your brain. What about spirulina? Spirulina is good, um, it, uh, but I would recommend going for the omega-3 DHA algae oils that are specifically made. You can do like a dropper, you just drop it in your mouth, and you got your omega-3s. Nice. Yeah. Good. Any questions? You got a question? Oh, my God. I, yeah, mind blowing. I got a, two pages of notes over here. So, on a simple, let's let's do this on this on a very simplistic form. Let's just uh, say one full day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Give us a menu. What can we that would give us the the great start? All right. So that's a fantastic question. Let's begin with breakfast. Now, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's the time when you buy the the most nutrient out of your food. It's very essential to get breakfast right. Because if you get it wrong, it's not, it's not at all good. So okay. breakfast, I would recommend having a blueberry smoothie. That's a great way to start because you get your blueberries to fuel your brain. Then it also adds some spinach. It's going to be the chlorophyll. And spinach is great because it has a mild taste and it doesn't like uh, ruin the whole recipe. So blueberries, spinach. I'd recommend adding some coconut milk. Um, if I recommend guar gum free coconut milk and make sure it is in a BPA free can and then add it with blueberries and spinach. That is a great breakfast. I would also add some MCT oil 
you want Fury Brain and some Lion's Mane. Lion's Mane is super, super amazing. It has been shown to keep your brain younger, and it is like youthening. It's a youthening substance. So Lion's Mane Dual Extract, I would add that in there. And it uh, looks like we're two minutes till our next break, so I guess I'll continue, but I'll finish with breakfast. So then again, that's blueberries, spinach, lion's mane, and coconut milk. And then you can add other berries to that. But that's a really great base. You can add a few walnuts into it too. And it's about keeping your breakfast very simple and yet very, very nutritious. Because if you add too many things to your breakfast, it's going to be too much. And the more complex a meal is, the more it confuses your body. Like in nature, there was no such thing as a blender. But now we do have a blender. And so you don't want to be throwing a million different things in your smoothie. It's healthier to keep it very simple and yet very, very nutritious. All right. So uh, we're getting on a break soon in one yeah. minute. So when we come back, I'm going to get into lunch and dinner. Those right. are I'm going to give you awesome recipes for that. Then I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can activate a state of massive productivity and increase creativity. So that's, that's uh, what we're going to discuss once we're off the break. I love it, guys. We'll be right back with Daniel Bissonnette. He's going to tell us about how to eat a healthy breakfast. He just did. And now we're going to go into lunch and dinner. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, Kara and I are back with Daniel Bissonnette. We're talking about healthy eating, healthy living, and how to raise your IQ by feeding your brain the proper uh, foods, nutrients that's going to help your body to not only sustain but to flourish and excel and to increase productivity. Now, Daniel was talking about breakfast, and we asked the question during the break. I want to ask that question again, and Daniel will we'll take you all the way through the end of the show. Um, we talked about why don't you want to put so many things in your blender, and you said no more than 10 different things because it can confuse yes. you. But you're yeah, telling you don't want to be too complex. So, uh, and I'm actually going to uh, tell you more about the breakfast recipe, that blueberry smoothie, because we just didn't have time to get into one of the last ingredients. But yeah, all right. So, I have this friend whose dad would make a healthy smoothie by throwing all the good stuff in a blender, thinking it was fantastic. So, he'd start off with normal smoothie, fruit juice, blueberries, raspberries, um, cherries, strawberries. Then, he'd take a left turn by adding tomatoes, avocado, carrots, red pepper, it was like a mess. And what I saw, I'm like, first off, you have to cook the vegetables because that fiber is really hard for your body to digest and you won't get that good nutrients, but when you cook it, you loosen those fibers. Second, when you combine those foods together, it doesn't work well in your body because they digest at different rates. So 
It was a disaster. No wonder he had to bribe his kids with candy if they drank the smoothie. It was amazing. And, and the worst part is since he'd have so much leftovers, he would put it in a container and leave it in the fridge overnight to drink it throughout the week. Now, when you blend something, it oxidizes really fast, and you lose a lot of those nutrients, and you don't want to be drinking it the next day or throughout the week. So it was like a disaster. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you want to make quality, delicious recipes because oftentimes when they're delicious, they're also better for you. You don't want to be throwing broccoli and blueberries together. It's not a good combination. All right, so back at that recipe. So like I said before we left off, blueberries, lion's mane, MCT oil, uh, coconut milk, and then our last ingredient is cardamom. Just a little bit of that spiced cardamom. And you're probably like, well, Daniel, cardamom doesn't go on blueberry smoothie. But it does. They did this study where they fed blueberries to athletes for six weeks to see if it would reduce oxidative stress from long endurance running. Now, oxidative stress produces free radicals, which increase aging. And no surprise, blueberries' antioxidants, since blueberry has tons of them, uh, did reduce and eliminate the oxidative stress. But they also look at the natural killer cell count. Now, natural killer cells are your body's rapid defense system against cancer. And we have around 2 billion of these warriors flowing around our bloodstream at any given moment. But after long endurance running, it normally drops to about 1 billion. So to half. But not if you've been consuming blueberries for six weeks. Because the athletes had 4 billion natural killer cells in their bloodstream. Wow. But genius mode is about combining things and taking them to the next level. This is where cardamom comes in. They did this study where they took the spiced cardamom and they put it in a petri dish with cancer cells or lymphoma cells. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And it did nothing because, you know, cardamom doesn't kill cancer. But then they put natural killer cells and the natural killer cells took away 10% of the cancer. But the more cardamom they added, the better that the, na- the better the natural killer cells performed. So they got to this point where the same natural killer cells were performing 10 times better. You combine that with blueberries, you've got an ultimate smoothie because then your immune system, those little warriors that defend against cancer, are going to be doubled and performing 10 times better. So it is a great, great combination. Add this, like, just a little bit, not too much. You don't want to ruin the smoothie. But having that every day is really, really great. Black pepper has also been shown to have the same effect, but nowhere near as powerful as cardamom. Of course, you can add everything to your diet to make it more diverse and everything. And I don't want you to be having the same thing every single day. That's not what Genius Mode is about, because then you're only having specific nutrients. And remember, variety is a spice of life. All right, next recipe. This is lunch. Lunch. Now, Now, lunch, what I would recommend for lunch is cooking quinoa or white rice and not brown rice because brown rice is not as healthy as white rice wow. now, yeah now i'm really a lot because brown rice is so much more nutrient and it does but it also comes with arsenic a heavy metal now arsenic is now way more abundant in our environment than it was wait, 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 wait. so we've been told all my life that brown rice is more healthy than white rice and it has more nutrients but it also has arsenic is that correct Yes, arsenic is a heavy metal. Rice loves to soak up arsenic from the soil. And since there's way more arsenic in our soil these days than mm-hmm. it always, uh, it just soaks it up. And then when they've done studies and they found that brown rice has a lot of arsenic in it. And it also has a lot of anti-nutrients, like lectins, which inhibit your gut's ability to repair the bumps and bruises when food is being digested, which can lead to leaky gut syndrome. And it also has phytic acid, which inhibits the absorption of very important nutrients in your gut and your body. So if you cannot absorb the nutrients, like magnesium and calcium, mm-hmm. the are so important. It inhibits the proteins that allow the, the digestive enzymes that allow you to break down these proteins. But, uh, that's, just the, but that's just an, another reason you've got to avoid brown rice. But what's interesting is all this bad stuff accumulates in the brown layer. But when you remove it and make white rice, you remove all the you remove eighty percent of the arsenic and all the antinutrients. Oh, okay. You're left with the rice starch. Now brown rice used to be way healthier in the past, uh, but now with all our you know spraying and toxins and everything, it has 
intoxicated our soil and we've ruined a great food called brown rice. But now we've got white rice that has 20% of the arsenic, whereas 80% in the brown layer. So that's why white rice is actually helping with brown rice. But the reason sumo wrestlers get fat on white rice is because it starches. Um, they make you fat unless you combine it with coconut oil. Coconut oil, you want to cook it with your, so you, you know, you add uh, two cups of water, one cup of white rice, and then uh, two teaspoons of coconut oil, and it will bind to the starches, let it cool down, <laughs> and then you will not have the same effect. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're not eating as much as sumo wrestlers are eating, so. <laughs> anyway, but if you, <laughs> but it's still just better to have it with coconut oil. Got uh, it. So that's, that's what I would have one day. Another day, I'll have quinoa, and most of the time, I will have quinoa. It doesn't have some anti-nutrients, but it's really, really good because it is a complete protein, which is very, very rare for a plant. Yeah, so. Cooking white quinoa is great. I love it with avocado, tomato, and have a guacamole. It is a fantastic. Uh, I love it with camelina oil to get those omega threes. It is a great combo, and quinoa is a very good food. So I have our alternate because maybe quinoa has a lot more nutrients than white rice, but rice is spice life. You don't want to be eating one thing for lunch every single day. Thank and you. For dinner, <laughs> yes, and then if you are a vegetarian, mm-hmm. I would recommend uh, you could have an organic free-range egg. Uh, because there are some very important quality fats in the egg yolk. I uh, just want to make sure you don't overcook it. Uh, it's to be runny. But that's if you're not vegan like me. Then okay. we move on to dinner. Now, dinner's really awesome. Now we're going to dinner. dinner. Okay. So, so far for lunch, we have the rice, a quinoa, and we can throw in a free-range egg. If you're not vegan. If you're not vegan. And uh, that's it, right? And stay away from the fish because yeah, I um, no, actually, then I will have steamed vegetables. Okay. So, like, sweet potatoes, um, because potatoes are nightshade, and they have a lot of lectins, which is that anti-nutrient I talked about that leads to leaky gut syndrome. So I will not ever consume potatoes, but sweet potatoes are not actually a potato. Hmm. And they, don't, they, they look like a potato, but they're not. So I'll have the orange or the purple sweet potatoes, if you can find them. They're great. And then I'll have that with um, some steamed, uh, some zucchini, just a little bit, uh, with onions sometimes. I'll have lots of cabbage, broccoli, carrots are really, really healthy steamed. Mm-hmm. And just all those vegetables. Okay. Vegetables. And then I'll have that inside my rice with quinoa uh, with the quality fats like the um, oil, like the camelina oil or the avocado or tomato. Did you, say, did you say regular potatoes have the lectin that causes um, leaky gut? Yeah, well, because what happens is the lectins, uh, they interfere with your body's ability to repair the bumps and bruises in your gut, and so it becomes a problem if you have too much of it. But I'm saying yeah. that's a regular potato? Yeah, but the yeah. sweet potatoes are not actually a potato. Wow. Now, we got four so, minutes left, so let's get to dinner. Let's go to dinner. All right, yeah. Let's do dinner in three minutes and talk about your book. Dinner is really, really important. You want to make sure you're having a light dinner, no protein and no fat two hours before bed because protein and fat take a lot of time for your body to digest and a lot of energy. And if you're digesting, then you have to sleep for longer and you're not going to have the same quality sleep. So what I'll do for dinner is I'll put in some garbanzo beans or some uh, lentils and I'll cook it up with a bunch of vegetables and um, water. And then you get this wonderful vegetable soup. It is so delicious, so good. Just oh. throw in all the vegetables in one pot and cook it up. And it is fantastic to get so much nutrients and it's a great light dinner. Man, you make absolutely eating nothing sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, tell us about your book. Where can we get the book? Where can we get any uh, program, so, anything that you have out? Yes, so um, actually my, my website is going through updating right now, but you can still get the book, not the program. The program right now is only available at events I speak at, okay. but the book is available on danielbisonet.com. danielbisonet.com. So you go there, and then you can get your book, and um, I'll autograph it for you. All right. And then also, if you, want, if you really want the program, you can always just contact me on the website, but... Yeah, so go to the website. You can get your book. Uh, they make great gifts, too. And it is over an entire month of carefully designed recipes to 
boost your brain power and keep you fueled throughout the day. Outstanding. Wow. Well, Daniel, look, that's our show, buddy. But look, I want to bring you back. And what I want to do, I'm going to talk to you guys uh, probably uh, over the weekend. And uh, what I'd like to do is let's kind of put something together where we have a challenge and all of us eat healthy and just go on to this, this thing, go on this challenge and this journey together for 30 days. Let's just say how you like it for 30 days. And look, if we can feel half the amazing way that you sound and with your enthusiasm, with your energy, simply by, by building up the genius mode, by getting that beast mode, that brain of ours back on one point, it's going to be well worth it. So, Daniel, I want to thank you so much for being yes, part of the show. I'm going to have you back. And next time, we're going to have the YouTube up. And we're also launching our own television show. So I want to get you on the television show as well. I love your message. I love you, buddy. I have one thing. Oh, what? Go ahead. Yes. When we do this challenge that James is speaking of, is there a way to uh, measure the uh, genius beforehand and then that afterwards, like after four weeks of taking on this Daniel diet? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I, we could we could do tests, but definitely, if you feel better, if you if you feel like you have more energy throughout the day, you feel like you're sleeping better because of the less toxins in your body's ability to repair and enhance. If you feel like you're alive and your genius is unleashed and you're smarter and you're like performing full on, then that's definitely how you can tell if it's working. I love it. Well, I have some friends. If I ask them some questions, I definitely know if that genius is coming back. <laughs> Daniel, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the show, my friend. And thank I'll be talking to you so over much, the weekend. Everybody. Thank you so, so much. Well, folks, that is Daniel Bissonnette, man. Thank We're just you. having a great time That's as we close the show. Uh, you know, next week we're going to have Sharon Lecter. Sharon Lecter is the author of Think and Grow Rich for Women. And she also, also is a co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, what's the other one she did? Oh, a, a Cash Flow Quadrant. She has a board game that I love called Thrive Time for Teens. Uh, she's on tour right now with the Think and Grow Rich World Tour. Great friend. We just left her at the um, uh, the uh, Wishman premiere, movie premiere. Yes. Um, with Frank Shankowitz, who is the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So we're now negotiating about bringing that show here. And, Daniel, we want to get a television show with you. When Daniel's show comes out, we're going to watch Daniel's show. For sure. But he needs a show. Daniel's made for TV. He but is Daniel, amazing. He Energy is, amazing. is good. Content is Great, just nails it. You know, he flows. That I just love it. it. I never looked that good in my best day. Good <laughs> job, buddy. Good job. And well, thank, 14. And 14, man. But thank you for impacting our life, for sending us on a journey. Uh, for those of you who are watching, if you're on Facebook, you can simply say, we love the James Gently Show. Or if you're listening to the show, send us a, an email to JD at the James Gently Show. Tell us some feedback about Daniel. You want to get more information if something wasn't clear then we definitely can get you in tune with Daniel. And his great message is amazing work. And if you live in the Chicagoland area or want to fly by, come on by and check us out. We're going to have Daniel Bissonnette on the show with us. So that's our show. God bless each and every one of you guys. Remember, we don't think outside the box because in our world, huh, there is no box. We're talking Love about it. Friday. Yes. Facebook loves you, Daniel. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.